Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the show. If you guys remember in last week's episode, I uh, told you guys that I was going to do a couple sheepdog response classes. And I did, and I got to say they're freaking awesome. I did three classes. I did a medical class, a carbine class, and a pistol class. And what I want to do today is I want to kind of share my experience um, through all those classes, my thoughts on the instructors, what we learned, um, the other students that were in those classes, uh, my takeaways from it, and then uh, a, a couple funny opinions that actually do matter, but I'll share those at the end a little lighthearted. So these were four days of classes. The first two days was a medical class, and that was a tactical trauma response course. It was a fairly small classroom. There was only about 16 of us who showed up. Um, I think they had 20 students allocated for it before people backed out. We had six instructors that taught all the way throughout the weekend, and I got to say, these instructors were top-notch. These instructors knew their stuff. They were extremely skilled, extremely knowledgeable, super nice, easy, and approachable, which a lot of times people in this space can be kind of uh, hard to approach. You know, they think they're Joe Badass. They're kind of tough to talk to. That was not any of these instructors. They were all super cool. They came from various different backgrounds, different credentials, and they're, they're freaking awesome. So right away, if you're thinking about taking one of these classes and you're nervous about, you know, going and trying something new, these instructors know what they're doing and they make you feel extremely welcome. So the first couple days were that trauma class and mainly we had one instructor and I'm not going to give away any names because I don't want to out anybody here, or if I say anything that does offend anybody, I don't want, which I don't think I'm going to, but I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or make anybody feel uncomfortable. So I'm going to leave their names out of it for now, but it's not that hard to figure out. And they're all pretty cool. So the, there was one main instructor teaching this class and he was freaking awesome. He had a ton of knowledge, a lot of life experience in the medical field, um, was, uh, um, a medic on a helicopter, was a training officer, did all kinds of cool stuff. Pretty nice guy. And if you guys don't know, I have a small background in um, medical. I got my EMT about, shoot, uh, 10, nine years ago. And I used it for about eight or nine months while I was on the fire department. But I always had either a medic or somebody else there who obviously outranked me and basically just told me what to do. So I didn't get to really have to, I wasn't able to really apply my medical knowledge that I learned in EMT. And when I was younger, the thought of being an EMT or going through EMT training was basically the only reason to do it was just become a firefighter and get to fight fires. Um, I really could care less about the medical side of it as a kid You know, you're kind of dumb and you want to go after the cool, flashy things. But the older I've gotten, I realized that the medical part of it, um, the medical part about training and being prepared is so important. And 
you're more likely to use that training. I don't even know what times a thousand than you would actual shooting training. So I wanted to go take this class and get a good refresher because since I haven't used it in nine years, I felt like I couldn't remember anything. You know, I could remember little things here and there, but for the most part, that entire degree or whatever you want to call it was gone. I couldn't, I couldn't put it to action. So took this class and essentially what this class is, is how to patch somebody up if they've been shot or stabbed and how to keep them alive long enough for the medics to get there. This class was extremely beneficial. Now, my first takeaway of it is a lot of us carry an IFAC kit or a tourniquet and we think we're good. We think we have enough equipment. We're going to be able to use it and we're going to save somebody's life if we need to. Hopefully that day never comes, but if it does, we're ready. What I learned in this class is you're not ready. You do not have enough gear. You do not have enough if you have one tourniquet and you can never be prepared enough. They taught us a bunch of things that started clicking towards the end. Um, I started remembering my EMT training. I started remembering things, you know, they'd bring up a topic about, uh, you know, burns and all of a sudden all this information came, came flooding back to me and, and what you should do came flooding back to me. And that was really cool. I really needed this refresher. Well, towards the end of the class, they started running drills where they enact a scenario Uh, The instructors are pretty good actors (laughs) and uh, they pull out fake guns, bang, 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 you know, shoot somebody. That person falls down simulating injuries and it's your job to save them and stop the bleeding, plug the holes and get them ready for transport. And quickly you realize you don't have enough tourniquets. So what did I do? I went out, I bought some more. I uh, am spreading them around my kit a little bit better so that I always have a few within reach or within grab, you know, maybe they're in my car, they're on my battle belt, they're on my plate carrier, whatever it may be. This class was extremely beneficial. And my takeaway that I want to share with you guys is the shooting stuff is cool. Everybody wants to go run a gun, pretend to be John Wick. That's the cool stuff. But the medical stuff is what's really going to save somebody's life. What if your wife is uh, washing um, a glass or something and she drops it and cuts her arm real bad, you know, way down into the veins or the arteries? What are you going to do? You have to act fast and you need the training to act quickly. What if you're home alone and you're washing a dish and the same thing happens to you? You have to act really fast and know what you're doing to save your own life. The skills that we were taught are extremely beneficial. And I wish that this class was a lot longer. It's really hard to learn that much in two days. And I could see that that was the one that that's my one critique is the instructor was extremely intelligent and wanted to share with us so much more than what the class really allowed. And that was awesome for me because I understood terms 
Um, I've had a little bit of an ed- education in it, so I was able to track really well, even if he just made a small comment about something. But it was tough because a lot of people, if they don't have that training, you know, they're really limited to learning these, you know, few basic things. And that's great. That's it's perfect for the scenarios we went over. It's great for, you know, saving somebody's life in a, in a trauma accident. But I think that should just be a starting point. People should start here and then continue that education, continue learning more. Um, just for example, there was things that we touched on where maybe we talked about it for five minutes and that's good because they're not necessarily things that people really need to know, but these things that we talked about for five minutes are something that I spent a month in college learning just that one thing way in depth. And I was just an EMT. Now as a medic, I'm sure the instructor went through six months of learning that one thing far and above whatever I could imagine. But this class was great. I think you guys should all start there. Start with the medical. Start with what you can do to save lives and continue it. Because if if you don't train this medical stuff, you will forget it. I did. I forgot a ton of stuff. And I was wrong about things like what I thought you should do. Oh, no, you don't, you shouldn't do that. You should do this. It's easy for us to learn something in a gun class and take it out to the range and train it, and that's fun. But for most of us, if we go to a medical class, do we really practice putting tourniquets on? Do we really practice going through our gear and reminding ourselves how things work and which way they should go on? Not usually. So that's something that I want to change. I want to keep going through that stuff. I want to keep learning and practicing and I suggest that you guys do the same thing. Then the uh, the next day, so day three, was a rifle class. This was cool because I think the first two days I was able to go and learn and kind of shake out the nerves. The third day I was able to show up, shoot rifles. I obviously feel more confident shooting a rifle than a handgun, which I would say any everybody does because it's so much easier to shoot a rifle than it is a handgun. So this class was a lot bigger. There was about 45 students, which just goes to show everybody wants to do the shooting stuff. Nobody wants to do the medical stuff, but you need it. We had a different instructor for this one. Uh, As far as a head instructor, this guy was awesome. He was funny. He was really engaging. And this class was really cool. And I want to back up real quick. Everybody that I met in the first class, second class, and third class, all the students that went were also awesome. A lot of like-minded individuals getting together to learn. Everybody was super nice, respectful, uh, willing to share gear, uh, tools, knowledge, whatever it took. Everybody, it was a great group of people. And I think that not only speaks for our community, that how good of people we do have in this community, but how good of a community sheepdog has grown and the following that sheepdog has accumulated, the quality of which that group is. It's fantastic. So in this rifle class, they taught us, um, you know, the or, well, let me back up. They, the beginning was pretty basic stuff. You know, let's check your zero. Was it zeroed? A lot of people said, oh, yeah, it's totally zero. They were wrong. Um, A lot of malfunctions. I was surprised. When I got there, 
I have pretty nice gear and that's not a brag because it's not the top of the line Gucci stuff. It's stuff that works. You know, the carbine that I took was a, a junk Anderson stripped lower that I put a BCM enhanced kit in and then it's got a Bravo company upper. It's got an old school EOTech. I like those because they use double A's. You can find double A's anywhere. It's hard to find the CR123s. So I like that old school one. But other than that, I mean, nothing really fancy. It's got a light on it. Well, a lot of the students there had pretty decked out gear, big money, big money guns. And it was interesting to see how everything I talk about, about you can't buy skill and let, you know, you can go to classes, but just buying good gear doesn't make you a good shooter. And that really translated in these classes, seeing guys with, they may have had the top of the line gear, but maybe they weren't as proficient with it. Maybe they didn't get enough hours training with it. Maybe they really haven't vetted that gear and tested those, you know, those firearms to see, do they hold up? Do I know that they're going to work? Do I know how they're going to work? And there was a few people that didn't. So it was very interesting to see a lot of, uh, a lot of failures on the gear side and everybody's there to learn. So I'm glad that it failed there. And we were not, we, the instructors were able to teach them how to fix those failures and how to either make sure they didn't happen again or what the fix was. That's perfect. That's where the failure should take place is in that class. But I hope that these people take that knowledge outside of that and continue learning those platforms and don't just think they know everything now. Uh, my takeaway in the carbine class is I need to work on shooting offhanded, <laughs> uh, shooting on my left side, using my left eye, left hand. Um, very difficult, not used to that, especially when, uh, laying down on your side, rolling out of a bit, uh, out from behind cover or concealment. And trying to shoot off the ground with your head on the ground offhand, that was that was pretty tough. So getting myself in awkward positions is what I want to continue to work on, not just kind of shooting on a static range or you know, running normal drills on a flat range. Practice shooting under things and rolling out from behind concealment or cover. I really found that to be beneficial. Uh I, I also thought it was nice. I learned a few new drills that will be fun to incorporate into my training just to kind of spice things up and, and change things up. So that class was awesome. And then the last day was a pistol class. Now I was a little nervous about it just because I am my own harsh, hardest critic. If you critique this podcast, I could care less because whatever you could possibly say, I've said a thousand times worse to myself. Uh, whatever you have to say about the way I shoot, I'm way harder on myself. So going into this class, I was pretty nervous because I just felt like, man, you know, I'm not the greatest in the world, so I must suck. And this class was a great confidence boost for me because when we started shooting and we started running drills and the proof of my training and my knowledge base was showing up on the targets 
and I was able to perform what I've worked all these years for in person in front of other people. That was a great feeling. And I performed well. I learned a lot from the instructors. The instructors were awesome. It was almost the same class as the rifle, but it's obviously totally different because you're doing it with a handgun. So very similar drills, but very different techniques. And it was a great class. I loved that I put myself to the test and I didn't crumble under my own pressure of my own thoughts. And kind of same thing. What my takeaways were was one gear. A lot of guys came with, you know, crazy expensive guns and had crazy failures and didn't really know how to work through them. So I'm glad that they were there learning that. Um, holster selection, uh, battle belt selection, mag pouch selection. These are all things that actually matter. And that's why I've done episodes on what I use. Do I think I have the greatest stuff in the world? Absolutely not. But do I think I have some pretty darn good stuff for a good price that actually works and is going to hold up? Yep. And it did. It held up in the classes. It performed great. I didn't lose anything. Didn't have any accidents. It was awesome. Uh, one of the funny takeaways that I want to give you guys is uh, buy a freaking Glock. Don't have a 1911. Don't have buy a freaking Glock. Out of 45 students, there was obviously a great mixture of firearms there, and the Glocks by far by far outperformed any other weapon, the or tool. I'll I'll say to be politically correct. Um, the Glocks just outperformed everything. They seemed to be way more reliable. They didn't have any issues. And a lot of people with the other platforms were having a ton of issues. Uh, firearms being completely shut down by the end of the class where they weren't even able to finish the drills. Um, th other weapon systems that were too complicated where people you know, had these firearms, they thought they knew how to use them. They got a little bit of pressure with having instructors and other people around and they just froze and could not get these weapon systems to even fire because the safety was on or this was going on or they couldn't figure out how to release the slide. And And I know that's what this class is for is to learn this, but had these people had a Glock that didn't have all these complications, I think they would have been a lot better off. And it showed because the Glock team guys did well. I didn't see any issues with the Glocks. Now, I didn't see everything that happened in the class, but the people with Glocks tended to do better than the people that did not. So that is my little soapbox. I'm going to stay on, buy a freaking Glock, and use it. There's two types of people in this world. People that shoot Glock, and people who are wrong. Okay? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with owning other guns, but don't carry it. Don't actually trust your life to it. Now, I know that that uh, opinion is going to be very heated. There's probably some of you that are screaming and trying to bend your car steering wheel or who knows what. Listen, I'm a Glock guy. Don't get too mad about it. I'm not taking this to heart. I'm just trying to help set you guys up for success. Um, so, yeah, guys, it was a great class. I recommend that everybody out there try and get to one of these. If you can't make it to a sheepdog class – that's okay. Just 
find a class and get some good quality training in. Even if you think you know everything and you think you're awesome and you shoot great, good. Continue your education, put your skills to the test, put yourself out there in front of people and see if you can perform. Fieldcraft Survival, uh, Mike Glover's company, they have top-notch classes. Haley Strategic has some top-notch classes. Do a little research. Just find somebody that's good who's not teaching you to, like, shoot behind your back or underneath your legs and all that nonsense. Find somebody who's actually good and go to one of their classes. They work for you, these instructors. They want you there, okay? You're not – if you feel uncomfortable and, you you know, maybe – um, you're a female and you don't want to go to one of these schools, you're paying the instructors to teach you. They want you there. They want to make you better. They want you to feel more confident. So just remember that everybody there's going for the same goal and they want you there. Put yourself out there, find one of these classes, sign up for it and get out there and get that training in because it really is so important. And I can't stress that enough. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to leave me a five star, hook a brother up, share the episode with somebody else that needs the training. Maybe you got a friend who shoots a, a SIG or a 1911, send this episode to them so they can get better. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. See you next week.